Distraction is the problem. Apparently we, and by we, I mean the human race, have forgotten how to pay attention. That's what I've been told repeatedly. The internet and social media are to blame. And that may be true, but it's definitely not the whole truth. Because distraction is not a new problem. There are philosophers in ancient Greece who already complain about how the younger generation is preoccupied with fads and fashions and just how incapable they seem to sit down and appreciate what's in front of them. And I wouldn't be surprised if that same complaint went back even further in history. However that may be, it is certain distraction isn't exclusively our problem. What is exclusive to our time is that we have pushed distraction further than any of the previous generations. And by doing that, we have left burnt earth behind us, but we have also broken new ground. Because distraction no longer just is one monolithic, undesirable state. It's gotten more complicated. There's being distracted by getting sucked into thoughts you've had countless times before, that you've repeated to yourself again and again and again. There's getting distracted by getting trapped in your memories and regrets and daydreams because something has caught your attention. It could be an image or a part of a song or something someone said. And then, then there's being distracted by following those same impulses, those same images, sounds or words away from yourself. Not into your past, not into your own memories, but into new territory. Into moments where all of a sudden unrelated details coalesce and make sense. And you hit on something new. Something that feels like you've been chasing it for a long time. Something that's been at the tip of your tongue until you finally find it. We all know how good that feels to formulate a new thought, a new idea, anything that solves something that you've been thinking about for a while. The problem is that this kind of thinking is difficult, if not impossible, to plan. The only thing you can do is create the right context for it. And this context is one of engineered distraction. This is World of Noise.
I assume that you've heard your own voice on tape before. I'm sure you will at least have heard your own voice in a video recording. If you haven't, where the fuck have you been? Never mind. Voice recordings are less popular than videos. Why is that? Videos aren't naturally more compelling or interesting than voice recordings. In fact, images often are only distracting. On their own, voices have something haunting about them. They're intimate. If you listen to voices, just voices, on earphones in particular, it feels like someone's very close to you. Videos feel far away in comparison. That's why sexting is so much more interesting when you don't use photos and videos. Everyone's seen naked people, probably more of them than they care to admit. And it's probably time to rein this in. Don't get me wrong, it's nice to see naked people, particularly naked people you want to have sex with, but sex isn't really a visual activity. Images might be the easiest way to represent sex, but they definitely aren't the best way of getting at what sex feels like, at least not when it's good. In the end, they only distract you from what's in front of you. If you're skeptical, try a blindfold, or don't and go back to porn, suit yourself. But that's not the point here. The point is that there is something special in voices. There is nothing more intimate than a voice in your ear because the only thing you hear when you're lying alone in bed in the dark while you're trying to fall asleep. And it doesn't even matter if you're not alone. Even if there is someone there, you can still feel lonely because loneliness isn't something that depends on other people. In those lonely moments before falling asleep that you have to live through again and again and again, all you have is the voice inside your head. And no wonder we all want to be distracted. No one wants to listen to themselves all the time. Unfortunately, we don't have a choice. So we better find something else to put in front of ourselves. Distraction can only be productive when it leads you to something that's new. When you don't find your thoughts and feelings reflected in the world as in a mirror. That's why distortion and noise is important. You need to feel slightly put off, like when you hear your own voice on tape. It's strange that while everyone seems to know that the voice they hear when they speak and the voice others hear when they do doesn't sound the same. And even though most people are aware of this difference, they don't seem to recall the moment when they first became aware of it. I remember it very clearly because I was horrified. Shaken to my core. If I sounded completely different to other people than I did to myself, in which other ways could I be completely mistaken about who I was and how I appeared? That's what it was like for me when I first heard my voice on tape. But there also was something else. Something that's a bit weird and difficult to admit. 
I quite like my voice on tape. In fact, I prefer it to the one inside my head. On tape, I find it soothing and wonderfully ignorable. And this, I realized, is something we lack in the world. Reliably ignorable input that can be interesting when you choose not to ignore it. This is a world of noise, where you can take a break from that incessant, critical, unrelenting voice in your head, and instead listen to one that is much more relaxing and pleasant, like mine. I record my voice, I have to confront one practical difficulty, the morning. The best time for my voice is when I'm at my worst, on mornings after long nights out, after very little sleep, after drinking, smoking and singing along to songs at the top of my lungs, before much water, before coffee and food, before a shower, at that raw, vulnerable moment in which body and mind feel beaten, rinsed and fractured. At first I found that difficult to accept, but now it actually helps me deal with the fact that I won't stop doing this again and again and again. Recording my voice is helpful because it forces me to pay attention to what's in front of me. The morning has one other advantage. It's the only time I ever feel that there is enough time for everything. I know there never is enough time, but there also really is. Think about it this way. If there wasn't enough time, no one would ever do anything, because there wouldn't be enough time to do the things people actually do. If there wasn't enough time, people wouldn't get married, they wouldn't have kids. They wouldn't chase high-pressure jobs or keep soul-crushing ones. They wouldn't get wasted on the weekend and then record podcasts the following morning. If there wasn't enough time, Netflix would not exist. If there wasn't enough time, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat wouldn't exist. Social media were conceived in a world in which there's infinite time. Where you can relive the same moment again and again and again. You know, what theologians in the Middle Ages called hell. In contrast, podcasts exist in a world that is always running out of time. 
We love them so much because we can listen to them while we're doing something else that otherwise would just feel like a waste of time. Like doing the dishes, or folding the laundry, or being stuck in traffic, or taking a shit. At least, that's the basic idea, and it's a problem. Because the best podcasts are made to be listened to. If you drift off, you come back in and lack essential information. But who has time to actually listen to podcasts like this? If you did, you wouldn't win any time back because you couldn't do anything else at the same time. Unless you're supreme at multitasking. But let's be honest here. Multitasking isn't real. It's a euphemism for being constantly distracted. And that's not what we need. What we need is something more purposeful. Something more honest and attuned to our lives in which our minds are always torn in different directions. We need engineered distraction. This is where noise that isn't just noise is important. I want you to be able to drift off, to become aware of other things than the ones I'm talking about. Because this is one thing I'm certain of, even though I don't know you. You're tired, aren't you? If you're not tired, you're doing something wrong. It probably means that you're one of those people who think that there is enough time for everything. There simply isn't enough time for sleep anymore. Even the people who have time to sleep don't sleep enough anymore. There's too much on all the time. That's not necessarily a bad thing. We're just bad at living life with all the stuff that's on. We act as if there isn't anything we can create as a species that isn't too much for us, but it's really not true. One of the worst lies we embrace as a civilization is that we can be happy while we're exhausted all the time. And that not sleeping is a virtue, a mark of pride, because it shows that you have things on all the time. It's gotten so bad that even when we try to get more sleep, when we force ourselves to go to bed earlier than usual, we just lie there intractably awake, reliving the same moments again and again, and scrolling through our podcast subscriptions looking for something to relax us, something interesting enough to let us tether our consciousness to it for a bit, to give the voice inside our heads a break, but also something not engrossing enough to make us want to listen to it all the way through. You know what I'm saying. Engineered distraction and noise. Because we all lie in bed and worry. 
It's one of the loneliest moments we live through, and we have to do it again and again and again. It's almost as lonely as waking up hungover, ragged, alone, and forcing yourself to stand up and do vocal exercises in front of a mirror while you can see nicotine and booze slowly sweating through the bags under your eyes. The loneliness of a microphone in a relatively soundproof room can only be overcome by knowing that there is at least a possibility of being heard. And it's the same for lying in bed at night listening to a voice. Objectively, there's no connection. Someone speaks, someone listens, but there's no point of contact. Yet, we all know there is. It just isn't face to face. It isn't visual. It's in the way you think in that moment. It's a whole new intimacy. And it isn't just noise. It's world of noise. <laughs> 